It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. <laughs> so, you know so, I'm sensitive. You're sensitive. I'm sensitive too. No, you're not. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's hurt. They can say what they want to say. It's America. And if you disagree with it, it's okay. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 556-1620. All right, I got to ask Evan. Is Trump getting the nomination? Yes. Okay. See, that was easy. We can go home now. It's 8.07. I'm sorry, coming on in three, two, one. It's 8.08. We can go home now. I I just don't see any other clear path for like Nikki Haley or uh, former Governor Christie to get enough delegates to get the nomination. I just don't see how it's possible. She has a clear path to vice president. And I think DeSantis is thinking that maybe uh, – Trump will pick him to be his running mate, so he's the front runner four years from now, regardless of if Biden wins re-election or if Trump wins uh, election. Yep. So, hmm, interesting. Either way, either way, we're going to have an octogenarian president. And I think that's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. That's just me. So before the break, we were we were talking about whether or not um, what's going to happen if someone wins or doesn't win. Or the other guy wins, right? So, hmm. I don't have anything to flip. You got any coins? Anybody here got a coin? Hang on. I know what to do. You hear me typing, right? There. All right. So I went to, here we go. Biden. Trump. So I went to an online randomizer and then I click randomize. So Trump came up first. All right. So here's the deal. Let's say we have primaries all over the country. I think only like what, two, three, four states have caucuses. So we go through all this. We have all the primaries. And we got Tim Scott that endorsed Trump. Ram Swamy endorsed Trump. Chris Christie took his ball and went home, said, forget all y'all. You still got the no label party that's trying to think about running and undercut Biden. Um, everybody else that's dropped out. Some of them supported Trump. Some supported Nikki Haley. Some supported DeSantis. Doesn't matter. DeSantis is gone. The only person that's left 
is Nikki Haley. And after New Hampshire, I do not think that she has a path to win the nomination. So now it's November. I don't know what day the election is on, the 5th or the 7th or something. But now it's the first Tuesday in November. Election is over. It's 3 o'clock in the morning again. Ever waiting for news. And at about 3.20, 3.25 a.m. the next day, we hear that Donald Trump is the presumed winner. He's the projected winner. And everybody goes, what happens the day after? Well, here's, here's what I predict. If Donald Trump wins the election against President Joe Biden, there will be riots in cities across America. My hope, my prayer is that that does not happen. But there will be rioting, looting. It'll be just like it was during George Floyd and all of the shootings we had with police officers. Just like we had here in Milwaukee in what, 2014, 2015 in Sherman Park. How we got to this divide I don't know. I have an idea, but I really don't want to say because I like my job. But it's getting to a point where if Donald Trump wins, I think anarchy will ensue. I think they will try to take back the government. That's what I believe. That we are so divided that we are so divided that riots will ensue. So when we come back, let's flip it. If Joe Biden wins, what's going to happen in America? If you have any thoughts, 855-616-1620 is the number. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620 is the number. So, now we flip it. President Joe Biden is reelected. And yes, I have a third scenario as well. But Joe Biden is reelected, right? He's now... The president-elect, he's been re-elected as president of the United States. What will happen? What will happen? I think there will be anarchy. There will be anarchy. We'll have rioting, burning down buildings, trashing stores. Just like they did during George Floyd. Why do I say that? Because there is such a divide between people who think they're right about everything. And people who think they are the only way. 
and there is no sense of of coming together and making the country move forward that we will basically ruin this country. That we will ruin this country and government won't really have the ability to function. They don't want Kamala Harris as president. I don't think she has the chutzpah to run for president, to even win. I don't think she'll get the nomination if she did. If she tried, I don't think she would get the nomination. If somebody from the no label party gets in, right? If somebody from, what what do they call that? No labels and all that. Joe Manchin and Joe Lieberman. If they get in, I don't know. Either way, either way. In the next segment, I'm going to talk about why I don't really care who the president is. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's, I'm I'm just saying, I'm going to vote, but I don't really care who the U.S. president is. I really don't. I, I, I just don't care who the president is. But I will vote for a candidate, I think, who's the best of the two. Which is why I don't want either of them. I was about to say Bill Clinton. Oh, my gosh. I was about to say George Bush. Oh, my gosh. Right? We haven't had a run of really decent presidents in about 40 years or so. Say what you will about Nixon, but he, 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 you know, he was tricky. Say what you will about Reagan and Johnson and Kennedy, but at least we knew what we were getting. Unfortunately, with both of these uh, presumed nominees, we know exactly what we're getting. I mean, we do. Both of them have had one term as president. Both of them are over 80. I think Donald Trump just hit 80, didn't he? Something like that. Or he's 79 or something like that. But at some point, oh, he's 77. So by the time he's done, he won't, by the time he gets to his fourth term, he'll be, he'll be 80 years old, 81, 78. So that's, yeah. So he'll be 82 after he finishes his first term. I'm sorry, his next term, because if he wins, that's it for him. He can only serve two terms. Yeah. Well, we come back. I want to tell you about why I don't think who the president of the United States is matters.
Welcome back Welcome to The back. Truth on WTMJ. The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, WTMJ talking text line is 855-616-1620. So... One of the reasons why I believe who the president is, yeah, they put people on the Supreme Court. But after that, really, I'm not really seeing like, I mean, some of Biden's choices for uh, cabinet, they're trash. Some of Trump's choices for cabinet, they're trash. So what does that mean? That means our agencies aren't being run well. That means our parks and interior and energy and education and all that isn't being run well. And so me personally, I think if we could just get rid of the U.S. Department of Education, that would be great. But that's just me. Politics is local. Your quality of life is the most important thing you have. Your quality of life is the most important thing that you should be aware of. And when I say quality of life, lights, electricity, gas, all the utilities, we're not including cable, um, uh, um, Trash pickup, city services, county services, those things, state, those things are important. One decision made can impact your life greatly. Look at the 2% tax in Milwaukee. Plus the 0.9%. So we went from 55 to 7.9% in tax. I went and bought a cup of coffee and I was like, well, first of all, your prices went up already because it was January. Then on top of that, we got another tax. What am I missing? And I don't consider myself poor, but that's a lot. Two things I bought that used to cost me total about seven or eight bucks was 11. And I looked at the price and everything, the price literally went up a dollar. And I'm like, why? If it costs $3 or $354 and it went up a dollar, that's a 20% increase. There's no reason why a cup of coffee went up 20%. But yet it did. There's no reason why. And and some things they don't they don't have to go up, right? Some things aren't taxed like that. Certain foods aren't taxed. Um, certain things aren't affected by the city tax. But yet that didn't stop people from jacking up the price and thinking people would just blame it on the city and the county. 
But everything that we do in life, our quality of life, comes down to local politics. And right now, nobody seems to care. The fact that we're voting for the city council and the county board at the same time as the presidency, I think is a stupid idea. Because now what we're doing is we're hiding it so a lot of those people are going to run unopposed and walk right into office. And it's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that we're not going to be able to have a good, wholesome fight. Now, I always say, give a person a chance. But we need a new governor. It's it's unconscionable. And that's what's going to affect us. The governor, the Wisconsin Supreme Court. And as a side note, who's the idiot in journalism that now we know the Supreme Court of the United States is SCOTUS, but now we call the Supreme Court of Wisconsin SCOWIS? S-C-O-W-I-S? Like what knucklehead came up with that? Acronym. Who? You should quit your job right now. You should walk up to your, you should email, hey, I'm sorry, wrong generation. You should text your boss and tell him you quit because you're a knucklehead. And we're going through this, not really realizing that that's what's important. Redistricting, abortion, those are going to be the local things that are going to affect our quality of life here in the city of Milwaukee. Now, let me be clear. And I know people will get mad. I don't really care about the suburbs. I care about the city of Milwaukee because I live in the city of Milwaukee. And you all don't like Milwaukee anyway. You trash Milwaukee. You call it crime. You know, I don't want to come south of Highway 60 or north of Highway 20. Guess what? Don't. Don't want to come east of Highway 100? Stay in Waukesha County. Stay in Racine. Stay in Ozaki. Stay in Washington. Beat it. Don't come down here. Don't spend any money. Don't go see the Bucks. The Bre- no, I'm just kidding. Come see the Bucks and the Brewers and the Packers and all that stuff. I say that because I care about this city. I love this city. I've lived here for 30 years. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure we are a better city. And that means fighting for what we need in politicians. When we come back, what I want to talk about is on even a deeper level, why we shouldn't even bother with politicians as well. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the truth on TMJ 855-616-1620. So there's some things we have to remember and, and understand the differences between the black community and the white community. But I'm I'm generalizing on purpose. So 
the white community tends to be individualized, right? When when a white assailant or criminal does something wrong, hey, it's an anomaly. It really, that's not us, that's them. Something's wrong with them. When something happens in the black community, there seems to be this, see, that's how they are. All of them are like that. And I think that's unfortunate because it's wrong. So I believe what the black community should do is two things. One, start pointing to a community that does something. And I I know I'm reducing it to race, but I'm, I'm trying to show the contrast between the two. Point to the white community and say, see, you all always do that. Just like they do police. Police, all, y'all always do that. See, look, one, four, 10, 12, 15 cops out of, you know, 20 cops out of 500,000 shot and killed somebody who was unarmed, or two or three of them were bad shootings. So they're all like that, right? We generalize. Well, I think the white community, I'm sorry, the black community should do the way that the white community does, right? Ostracize itself, move away, stop spending money, right? Don't spend your money where people don't look like you. I mean, if you're if if you're gonna become American, be American. Um, some of the intricacies of the African American community need to change. Become insular. Vote only for people that look like you. Buy from only people that look like you. Move to a suburb. Move to a, create a community. And then make it hard for other people to move in. Build up the school system. Build up the tax base. Make it so high that only certain people can move in. You'll let a sprinkling of them move in, right? But for the most part, Get as close to redlining as you possibly can. I know none of this makes any sense because none of it's right. But if you're going to do it, like replicate what's done to you. But what you can't do is leave it to a politician. You can't leave it to a politician to have your best interests at heart. Because every time you do, they'll step back. Oh, I represent all people. You can't leave it to an ally because nobody asked you to be an ally anyway. You just took it upon yourself because that's that trait that you think you're smarter anyway. And you're stronger anyway. So all black people need help. So we're just going to help them. You actually can't leave it to anybody else. What you have to do, and I'm talking to the African-American community now, the black community, those family members that are sitting on the sidelines, you need to kick them in the behind and tell them to get up and either go get a job or go be of service to somebody else. But what you're not going to do is sit at home. Whoever becomes president needs to set up the, the oh, I forget what the name of it was, where you could go out and do public service and work for the government and get, and, and, and actually get paid. 
right? You could actually go out and go work in forestry or they'd ship you out to Wyoming somewhere to cut down trees or do whatever the government needs you to do. And that's how you got paid. And I'm talking about the people that are waiting for government to come in and do something for you. Because it doesn't matter if it's a Democratic government or a Republican government. They are not going to do anything for you. They're only going to do it for the people with the 1% and the most money. Maybe the top 5%. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to do it yourself. You're going to have to... Step up, either get a job or create your own job. The days of raising money and giving people raises, they're going to just they're just start laying people off. And all of them have started doing it. Tech companies have started doing it. Fortune 1000 companies have, have started doing it. It's just a matter of time. And now we're stuck with people thinking they were going to make it, and then they didn't. Stop worrying about what's happening in your community and take care of your community. Did you hear what I said? Stop worrying about your community and what's going on in your community and just take care of your community. What that means, take care of your family first. Make sure kids are in school, compulsory till age 16, and that they graduate. And if you decide to go to college, go to college for a year, two year, or go into the trades. That's it. Don't wait on people who talk, but never do anything. Don't wait on people to give you what you can do for yourself. And then you won't be beholden to anyone. Contrary to popular belief, the government is not going to get bigger because they're helping you. They're going to get bigger because they're paying out money to people that probably shouldn't have it. You know, corporations, big business, banks. If you really, really want to win in America, there's only one thing you need to do. Build it yourself. This is The Truth on WTMJ. 855-616-1620 is the WTMJ talking text line. Well, it's official. Detroit versus San Francisco. Kansas City Chiefs play the number one seed, Baltimore. Three versus one. Three versus one. As we thought. So I'm looking at. Detroit Lions and the ball and the the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. Because I think the Chiefs are going to get smoked. Not because they can't score, but because the Ravens are going to score more. And that's going to be a that's going to be an aerial game. I don't think it's going to come down to defense. I think I think they're going to I think both teams are going to score at will and whoever lasts it's going to be an old-fashioned gunslinging time in Baltimore. Now, did Detroit ever play San Francisco? I think they did. 
I think they'll beat San Francisco. And now we'll sit here and look at the fact that, yeah, I think the Chiefs will go home. If the Chiefs beat the Ravens, I'll eat my hat, and I don't have a hat. So I'm I'm, I'm okay with that. I was, I was going to say I'll lose my hair, but I don't have any hair. So, and so they're interviewing Mahomes. And so I don't know if Mahomes is tall or she's short. I think she's short. Mahomes is also on the taller side. How tall is like he? Six three, six four. Eh, that means only a couple inches, an inch or so taller than me. So anyway, but I tend to be pretty taller than other most people I stand next to. So go figure. So congratulations! Oh, look at the Buffalo fans. They're actually crying. He is crying like a baby. Crying like a baby. Can you imagine if Harbaugh wins the the uh, Super Bowl and his brother won the college championship? That is too much money for one family. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And I think it's probably safe to say that the the Kansas City Chiefs are to the Buffalo Bills as the 49ers are to the Green Bay Packers. They yes. just can't get past them. They will. I'll give Jordan Love two years. By year three, he should be ready. I, I guess everybody won in like their third year, right? Yeah, it was Rodgers, third year Favre. as a starter. Yeah. Brett, yeah. 92. I think four, it would have been year four for him, but yeah. still. Yeah. Well, year 93 is technically his first full year starting because right. right. he came in when uh, Mikowski blew Got out an ankle. Blew, yeah. Okay. So about about the same, two and a half, three years, and boom, you're ready to rock. And those 90s Packers couldn't get past the Cowboys. And the yep. 2010, 2020 Packers can't get past the 49ers. Yep. But that's everybody. That's everybody, everywhere, every team. So congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They will go to Baltimore, which is his second, which will be his second uh, playoff game that's not at home because they had a really – Abysmal year. I'm kind of shocked they made it, but yeah. You know. Um, I don't. I didn't expect the Packers to make it past the first round, so they made it to the divisional. So they, I guess they did pretty good. Um, I, I'm still weirded out that people are trashing Jordan Love. And, yeah, that's weird. Weirds me out too. And those are the those are the ones that to me were just waiting for the season to end the way it did, so they could say, "Yep, yeah, told you he wasn't the guy." Which I think Jordan Love has showed that he he's the guy, right? And he's going to get paid like the guy come May. And he's and he's got to learn how to have a plan when the plan doesn't work. Yeah, and from. What I've observed with Jordan Love this season, when things haven't worked, when he's had to go back and do it again, he normally does it correctly the next time. Yeah, but they already got your ticket by then. I know. I just looked at like the Detroit game uh, back on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. They just completely steamrolled, and right. Love looked lost. And then right. Thanksgiving Day, Love steamrolls the, right. the Lions. He steamrolled right. the Vikings after the Vikings pretty much took his lunch money a few weeks prior to that. Right. So now he's going to get another chance at San Francisco in the regular season next year, and every team he's had a second opportunity with, he's won so far. But he's not good at reading defenses. 
He's gotten better, but yeah. And I don't, I don't think he's done any audibles. And I think that's part of the issue. During the stretch where he was like on par with the conver- MVP conversation yeah. quarterback, nah. he was doing. No, I'm not no saying way. he was an MVP candidate, I don't but think his he ever was. His stats. I'm saying his stats were on par. If you're not winning, I don't give a flip about your stats. You can well, have the worst stats in the world. Look at look at Kelsey. During the entire season, one. Tonight, scored yeah. twice. Well, the point I was making is during that stretch, he was doing a lot of different checks and stuff nah. at the line. So LaFleur nah. started to trust him, nah. and that's why the offense really picked it up. Yeah, well, LaFleur didn't do too great this time. Those calls he made were bad. And when is somebody going to call him out? We give everybody else a break. Blame players, but who's calling the plays? So we'll see. Now, the I think the only thing in 2025, right, if we can make it to 2025 playing a Super Bowl, is that we need defensive backs to actually learn how to tackle. Yeah, that safety position, like, terrible. Just atrocious. Like, terrible. terrible. Savage, after having the pick six a week prior, probably right. had the worst game of his professional career. And I think Shanahan deliberately attacked the Him. safety yes. position because he yes. knew Jonathan he Owens, yep. not good in coverage. Savage, right. not a good tackler. Right. Let's attack them. And they're, and they're fairly new. This is year five for Savage and year five or six for Owens. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Savage is in his fifth, I'm trying to, fifth hey, year option. Hey, hey, play along. I'm trying to give him a break, okay? <laughs> hey, five, five, six, one, six, one, six, twenty. So it's the Detroit Lions visiting San Francisco, the Chiefs visiting the Ravens, and I'm going with Detroit and the Ravens for the Super Bowl. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. Just like you To relax my mind so I can be free And absorb the sound that keep me round Doing my thing constantly with no worries Peace to keep Murray Just like you You're listening to The Truth on TMJ So what am I missing? CNN is still, I'm sorry MSNBC is still running breaking news DeSantis suspends his campaign He suspended his campaign like this afternoon? little after 2 o'clock central time. Is it breaking? Not anymore. That's MSNBC. CNN is saying Nikki Haley is now the last obstacle. She is not an obstacle. She's a gnat. Right? In comparison to American Family Field. She's a gnat. Which is going to get crushed. And then they're going to move forward. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear that she suspends her campaign after Tuesday. So do you think there's going to be some some voter intimidation happening on on both sides? I think it's going to be both sides. I, th- I think people are going to, there's the police at the poll, and if you go to the poll, they'll arrest you. You know, idiot like that. Oh, my God, if you don't have, you got to have an ID card and they're, they're, you know, we're stopping people. Black people can't vote. Like, as if black people are the only people in the entire country who cannot get an ID card. Like, it's weird. It's voter suppression. It's really not. You're making black people sound stupid. Like, everybody else in the world, an immigrant could come here illegally and get a driver's license, but black people can't use a driver's license or ID to vote. 
Like, what is that? And it's insulting. So I come in, I lie. My name is Evan, Evan, Evan Doe. And now they don't have to check my ID. The person sitting at the desk knows I'm not Evan Doe, but by law, you can't stop somebody from voting. And so Dr. Ken, pretending to be Evan Doe, comes in, pretends I'm him, votes. The vote goes through, they tally it, and my vote is counted, even though I'm not Evan Doe. Evan comes in and says, hey, I want to vote. And they're like, you voted already. You'd be like, what? You voted already. Well, what do you want to do? Well, let's put in this provisional ballot as if out of the tens of millions of votes, your vote's really going to matter. So you fill out this provisional ballot and you sign an affidavit and say, I'm who I am. Then they turn around, do the investigation six months, year later. Hey, Dr. Ken, did you say you were Evan Doe? Oh, you got me. Why? Because I'm on social media, video, all that. You're showing me walking in voting. So you got me. What happened to Evan's vote? Oh, Evan didn't get to vote. His vote really didn't count. So needing an ID, you know, that you need ID to get. Let's talk about all the negative things that talk about black people. If you need welfare, you need an ID. If you want a social security card, you need an ID. If you smoke, you need an ID. If you want to drink liquor, you need an ID. If you want to get a job, you need an ID. So what's the holdup of voting? But then when it came to voting, I lost my ID card. Oh, my ID just shrunk into little, like, I don't get it. Now, the way the Republicans did it in Wisconsin is they didn't give you an avenue or a channel to get a card. And I think that's where Scott Walker, when he was governor, made his biggest mistake. You can't say somebody needs something and then not put up funding and an avenue and a channel for them to be able to get it. So if I go to a state school and the state school issues an ID card, I should be able to use that ID card to vote. You're telling me I can't. And then eventually they reversed it and said, well, maybe we need to allow college students to use it. And allow all these other things to happen. So, I mean, eventually, I think it'll work out. But I also think that if either of them win, this country is going to go into turmoil. And in that instance, I just might end up in Canada. I'm just saying. I want to say thank you for this evening. It's been a great evening. Appreciate you, Evan. As always, uh, see you next week. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. It's been a pleasure seeing you here. Of course. And I say seeing because I see you on YouTube. But um, you can always join me on 1017 The Truth, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6, for Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. God bless. Take care. I'm out. <laughs>